but it is time now to cross the ditch uh, to our stable mate across there, Alex Brosk, host of the Global Game on SENZ. G'day, uh, sorry, SEN, I should say. G'day, Alex. How you going, mate? I'm very good. How are you? Very, very good, mate. I w- want to start with this one. Everybody's been saying that this has been the greatest game of football that there's ever been. Is there any doubt in your mind that that is the best game of football you've watched? Oh, look, it, it's hard. I think the way that it ended, um, the, the size of the match as well, and just look, I, I think a lot of times you see very cagey and cautious finals with neither team really wanting to open up too much and, and you get a pr- bit of a boring game. So I think given what was at stake, I mean, the fact that we saw as many goals as we did, yeah. it, it is hard to go past. I think it was a, an amazing final, lived up to what everybody hoped it would be. Where did you watch the game? What was your what was your setup? Because that would have been bright and early Australian time. It sure was. It was two a.m. over here in Sydney, and um, look, I was in bed. Um, with I woke up my daughters. Uh, they jumped in bed with us, and we just uh, watched it all together. I think it was. Yeah, there's been a lot of games, and I've sort of gotten out to watch different games at different places and at different houses with people. But that one uh, was a good one to spend with the family and just soak it all in together. We've been talking a little bit today on the show about who is the Lionel Messi of various other sports, basketball, rugby, league, what have you, cricket perhaps. Mm. Um, Just because it seems to me that now there doesn't seem to be much doubt in the minds of of just about anyone that Lionel Messi is the greatest football player of all time. Is there any doubt in your mind that he is that, the GOAT? Look, I I have this... um thing that I just don't think you can compare. It's not an individual sport. It's not tennis. It's not golf. So you can't, there's just so many variables that go into a, a call like that. That For me, I'm happy to look at Maradona, Messi and say that they're the two greatest to ever have played the game. I don't think we need to separate and try and find a number one. I feel like they're from different generations, different times, different players, different uh, tactics, teams. There's so many things that go into it. I'm happy to have them both alongside each other as the greatest. So I guess Ronaldo will be up there as well. Uh, but what we did see is his birthday today is Kylian Mbappe. Uh, what we did see is potentially that another guy is going to join that list. Um, what excites you about Kylian Mbappe and the way he played in that final in particular? To do what he did. I mean, he was quiet for so long, didn't really have much of a, an impact in the game. Uh, and then out of nowhere, he's got two goals and he's taken his side into extra time. He gets another goal um, to get a hat-trick. I mean, we're talking about a young kid here. My only thing with Kylian Mbappe for now is is I, I feel like he needs to leave France. Um, he's in a real comfort zone there, at the best team in the competition, miles ahead of anybody else. I, I want him to test himself in the biggest leagues in the world, you know, and that'll show us where eventually he stands um, alongside the greats. But to see what he's doing now, I mean, it's back-to-back World Cups now that he's been incredible, um, and he's genuinely exciting. Look, I see him more in the in the Ronaldo mould of player where he's just um, physically a, a freak of nature. He's so quick, he's so powerful, and he glides b- past players. For me, what makes Messi the greatest is the fact that he's he's tiny. He's, he, he shouldn't be what he is. He shouldn't be as good as he is. I mean, it's his skill, his intelligence, his ability to get around players. That's what... And, and something what he does nobody else can do. There's nobody else on this planet that can come close to doing what Messi does. That's what separates him, I think, from your Ronaldo's and Mbappe's. But 
still exciting to see that we've got some players coming through that will be able to at least uh, enjoy, you know, when Messi's gone and Ronaldo's gone. I love the call on Mbappe leaving um, leaving France. Um, Rumours are it's tax purposes. The Prime Minister wanted the tax money to stay in the country, I believe. Could be true, could not be true. Uh, we're all about rumours here on SENZ Afternoon Show, particularly with me and Manaya. Um, my my question is is that I haven't seen um, that Emiliano uh, Martinez has actually left Qatar. I just I haven't seen him arrive back in Argentina after that goalkeeping trophy celebration. Um, <laughs> do you know where his whereabouts are? He could be anywhere. To be fair, um, I don't know. I'm sure whatever traces of alcohol there are in Qatar um, would have gone straight through him. I think after the World Cup, what goes had. through your head? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I think, uh, look, we've seen it over over years, different people. Uh, obviously not much. Look, we know <laughs> goalkeepers are a strange bunch, um, so it probably shouldn't surprise us too much. But even by goalkeeper standards, it was a bit weird. He seems to live for those moments, though, doesn't he, that bloke? He, <laughs> he, he just loves it. And uh, feeling on top of the world, as you mentioned, uh, look, let's look a little bit closer to home, mate. The A-League, probably in the news for, for reasons that they wouldn't want. You know, it's not... It's not on-field games. Uh, what happened with these pitch invaders on the weekend? That's been the biggest story of the A-League across the weekend. What's happening there? Um, look, it's very disappointing, you know. I think mm. it, it's a handful of people at the moment that are, you know, using football, unfortunately, you know. I mean, they knew that there was going to be a walkout um, on, on top of the fact that it was such a big game and a great crowd. And there's always a couple of people, unfortunately, that are just constantly there to... Um, you know, to ultimately try and do what they want to do, which is run on the field and cause trouble and mayhem, and, and, and it wrecks our game. It's a bad image for our game. But, um, again, it is a handful of people, and that's the issue that needs to be to be looked at. I, I understand that the guy who threw the um, the bucket handed himself into into police, which mm. um, which is good. And I think he needs to he needs to feel the full force of the law here. I think it's it's absolutely unforgivable what he's done. The fact that he's handed himself in. Um, shouldn't let him off any lighter than, than what he should be getting. I think he should be facing um, the harshest possible, you know, given what he did, punishment, because it should deter everybody from going to a football match or a rugby match, AFL match, whatever sport, and thinking that it that you can run onto a pitch and, and do something like that. I think that's mm. it, it's, it's ludicrous that you've got people in society that think that that's actually um, acceptable. So I think he should be dealt with, he should be made an example of, and, and, and that's a way of correcting it. You know, this isn't a football problem. We don't see this every week. We don't see this all the time. I mean, these scenes that we saw um, of, of someone running on and throwing, you know, injuring, assaulting a player, uh, we haven't really seen that before. No. So it's, it's, a, it's a security issue, something that needs to be fixed and something that needs to, like I said, just stop people from thinking that, um, that you can do that because it's, it's completely outrageous. The scenes that we saw were, were crazy and, and disgusting. No, 100%. Um, yeah, not great and not great for the game. And what eventually happens, you just lose access to the players completely, mm. don't you? So you get those big cages you see in South America mm. and stuff like that's that exactly around. Right. So it's not what you want in Australia in particular. Hey, Alex, um, you ended up captaining um, Sydney FC. Um, you must be stoked that all the finals are going to be in Sydney. <laughs> Look, I was like everybody else to be fair. I think it is obviously probably easier for us to take, but you can see the Sydney FC fans, the Wanderers fans, MacArthur fans, they're not happy with it either. Mm. I think this 
it, it takes away from um, from what our sport had. You know that unique atmosphere that that only home ground advantage can provide. You know, I played. Um, you know, a grand final in Amy Park. I played a grand final away in Perth and um, and had family travel for both of those games. And they said the atmosphere was absolutely incredible, you know. And then I also played in a grand final here in Sydney, which, you know, away fans said the same thing. You know, there, there's something special about going um, to whatever city in the country has, has earned the right to host the grand final. Mm. Um, but there's an element to it of, of uh, w- which is financial, right? And we understand where the game is at the moment. It needs government funding. It needs help. Um, and this deal that New South Wales government has put forward to um, to the A League obviously helps. Um, you know, it helps the league. It helps move the league forward. So it's just an it's just a terrible position to be in at the moment. That that's where our game is. You know, we don't have you know, the, 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 a lot of money coming into our sport, unfortunately. So we need to find ways of where to get it. We've been throwing money from the government. It's hard to turn down. Mm. But in doing that, the fans aren't happy. So it's, um, look, I think there needs to be an element of understanding from both sides, you know. Um, and look, unfortunately, again, we, we, we're sort of caught in a, in a situation which isn't great because then it leads to fans walking out and, and things like mm. that. But we just need to come together somehow and find that little bit of understanding where fans understand why it's been done. The fact that the, the game needs money, it needs government money. Uh, but you also need to listen to your fans, you know, and, and, and if they're not happy, they're not happy. I guess why it's a story over this side of the, of the ditch is because the Knicks are actually looking all right this year and maybe we were thinking, well, this could be our year. Uh, how do you see the, uh, the, the season playing out for the Phoenix? Oh look, they're um, like they have been for a, for a number of years. I think what they have there uh, at the Phoenix is a great coach in Ufuk Tale. Mm. I think he's um, you know he's had that squad for a number of years now, punching well above their weight. They always play a good, attractive football. Um, you know, for a couple of years they were based out of out of um, New South Wales because of COVID, and, and that made things difficult. Uh, but they're home now, and we've seen how how difficult they can be to to beat over there. So, look, I think um, if they can continue to make uh, their home ground a, a, a fortress and, and a tough place to go, pick up some points along the way, look, I think they've, uh, they're have they developing into a very, very uh, exciting team that, you're right, could push for a, for, a, for a big season. And just finally, mate, before we let you go, uh, what does Christmas at the Brosk household look like? You, do you get a bit of a break over the New Year period? Uh, not really, not really. There's a lot of football, obviously, on and around this time of the year, so I'll be out and about around the grounds. But, um, yeah, just with family and, and my wife's family and uh, just enjoying a, a bit of a break when it comes and hopefully some good weather. Brilliant. Well, I hope you do get all of that across the period. And thank you very much for your time this afternoon, Alex Brosk, uh, host of the no Global problem. Game on ECN. Thanks, Thanks. boys. Thanks, mate. Um, great to chat to him. I mean, like you said, it's a, it's a real shame that soccer... Um, across the ditch and, and here in New Zealand and around the world at the moment is having a massive moment and for whatever reason it's being hijacked for for some pretty stupid... I mean, it's one thing to run onto the ground at the Warriors game set, f- filming yourself, you know, yeah. that's one thing. <laughs> but then to actually interact with the players, that's a that's a very different level and I, I agree with them. I hope that the book gets thrown, or the bucket uh, gets thrown at these it's guys. It's aggressive nature, right? Aggressive nature is no good. Have mm. you seen... Um, Seen like Virat Kohli and and those guys in Tendulkar where fans run on and kiss their feet. 
I haven't seen them kiss the you? feet. No, yeah, so but it's not aggressive. They actually just come out and to, it's like a sign of respect for your heroes or your gods to, to worship them. Yeah, to get down and touch their feet. They are gods, those guys over there. <laughs> um, as is Messi, we are still taking your texts, by the way. Who's the Messi of your sport? Whatever your sport is at the moment, we are watching darts on one screen. We've got cricket, we've got sevens. Who would be the Messi's of those sports? Uh, right now, it's your time, it's your chance to win a $100 bonus bet from the TAB. Right after this ad break, we're playing Drive to Survive. It's the early time slot so if you miss out on it usually because it's after six this is your chance and it couldn't come at a better time the week before Christmas see what you could do with that $100 give us a call right now 0800 